Everybody, welcome to Talk Katsu. Why do you always say it like it's a question? Maybe it is a question. Maybe I don't oh. know where I am. Maybe I don't know where I'm going. I guess it's the talk of the town. <laughs> but for now, we're going to talk about the Super Sentai series. Uh, shit, I gotta know the whole name. <laughs> Kishiryu Sentai, Ryu Soldier. Ryu Soldier. AKA Knight Dragon Squadron Dragon Armament Ranger. <laughs> oh, there's two dragons in that? <laughs> I guess. There's no dragon the in this Ranger. series. That's according to the Power Ranger wiki. That's funny. There's only dinosaurs, though, no dragons. There's. There's only dinosaurs. <laughs> Alright, why not? Whatever. Anyways, uh, a little a little backstage how to make how the sausage making scene uh, thing. Uh. Uh, we've recorded this once before. Yeah. And I didn't save my recording, my half of the recording. Oh my goodness. This is my bad. That's why this would have been up sooner. Had that not happened. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't feel like uploading just Renee's half of the conversation. That would have been weird. I mean, you could have just, like, had it on and then record yourself responding to... Oh, <laughs> try to work along. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That would have been interesting. That, that would have been very difficult, I think. Well, I believe in you. But uh, here we are. What has it been, like, two months <laughs> since we did that? Uh, has it? Shiryu Sentai Ryu Soldier. Ryu Soldier. So this is going to be full spoiler. Yes. But before we do that, uh, do you, do you want to give a recommend or don't recommend? I'll give a recommend. Me too. I liked it. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you remember when we kind of reviewed the first episode of this a while ago. Did we? Yeah, when we did the last Sentai. Oh. Or was it, I forget which sent which episode, but we it just came out the first episode and we were like, Oh, let's let's review it I guess. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't remember that. No, we both gave it a bad review. <laughs> really? Cause that... I, I I believe that because it seems I guess because I remember when it was coming out. They yeah. were talking about how it was going to be dragon themed. It's going to be dragon knights. Dragon knight. And that's kind of cool, but then you find out it's just dinosaurs it's again. It's just dinosaurs. And you're like, and we're the dragons. <laughs> I think every Super Sensei fan was just bitter. That's true. It's like, we're doing dinosaurs again. Which is kind of funny because it's like a bunch of like fucking 30 year olds talking about the <laughs> children's show. But, um. Uh, the irony. Like it's not it's not the point, it's not your business. But mm-hmm. anyway, but like we're here, we're talking about it, and I do remember being disappointed by that. It just seemed like a safe, generic bet, especially out of like the the whirlwind that was Lupat. How yeah. amazing Lupat was! Lupat was so good. So anything that seemed safe 
felt bad at the time. Yeah. But I got it. I got to say, Real Soldier really grew on me. Real so cool. Real so cool. Hase, <laughs> hase, so, so, so. <laughs> I. That's good stuff. Like, I don't know if this is gonna make my favorite. Like, this won't make my top three or anything. No. But I certainly have a, a love for it. I really liked all of the characters a lot. They all had purposes and arcs, and and they all played a part, and that was cool. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot. And I didn't expect it to be, and I'm glad it was. So um, I guess the plot basically is that uh there is this ancient tribe of people they're not human for whatever reason but they they fought against the druidons which is another group of monsters yeah and it's isn't it like an uh alien yeah i don't know if that's or maybe not immediately maybe i don't know if that's immediately known no, aliens? I don't think so, but who knows? I mean, it, it always is. It is <laughs> whatever. Hey, almost but, uh, always, yeah. So the, these uh, these people, what were they called? Um, the Real Soul Tribe. Real Soul Tribe, yeah. They trained warriors every generation to defend the planet from the Druidons. And this is the most current generation, and the Druidons finally attack, and the old guard is wiped out. Their masters are killed, and it's left to these new kids who are still... I don't... I guess they've just completed their training, so it's yeah. kind of, like, convenient. Yeah. They just got, like, their their power, their Sentai power, and they the monsters were killed saving them. And, like, all three yeah. of them. We start with just three. We start with the pink, red, and green. No, blue. Mm. Pink, red, and blue. Yeah. And uh, they're cool. Uh, there's red. There's Ko. Ko. Riso Red. Who's, who's very, like, nonchalant. Like, he. Nonchalant friendly? He's nonchalant. He's friendly, but there's, like, a little bit of a rage to him. Yeah. Um, it's, like, underneath underneath but he's like super just nice like he doesn't even see himself as the leader yeah the whole time he's just, he didn't know well he wasn't trying to act like the leader yeah he's just I'm helping my friends and I'm doing my duty it doesn't matter what my rank is exactly he's a genuine dude and I, I, I think it really worked here I think sometimes the the, the, the genuine nice guy in, in these shows tend to come off as cheesy and Unbelievable, mm-hmm. and I think Ko wasn't that. I think Ko was very believable. I think he really he sold it. it. He, yeah, he so good for that actor, I guess. I, I guess good for the writers. Yeah, I say a combination of both. Uh, then there's Real Soul Blue Melto. Melto, which is a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> but he's calm, composed, and studious nature. Yeah, he's the uh, the smart one. He's the the plan maker. Yeah, to the point where, like, even at the end of the show, when they need a plan, they just 
they'll look at and him and be like, like, what? Like, you're the plan guy. Say something. <laughs> think of something. I don't know. This is your... He's the clever one. He always comes up with the solution. Yeah. He's a, the thinker. But also, like, the butt of a lot of jokes. He's a lot of a comedic He's half, relief. half intelligent guy, half comedic relief. It's just pretty good. I think a lot of it ends up working, especially uh, with his relationship with this real soul Gold's sister. <laughs> who's like 14 I don't know uh, I don't know I have no idea I mean yeah they're all supposed to be like 200 years old right like so it's very yeah, weird I don't but really I understand. assume like the, I don't know it's still the same <laughs> it's probably still the same uh, then there's Asna Asna who's very uh, aloof like she doesn't she doesn't pay attention a lot <laughs> she's a little dumb <laughs> But she's very, like, brave. Like, she's the, uh... She has a jolly, bubbly personality. And she's also, like, the cornerstone of the team, I feel like. She's she, very, She's like, the rock. She's the rock. She holds everything together. Which... All things. Yeah. And she's great. She has, like, super strength. <laughs> yeah, she's the strongest on the team, which is interesting. And she eats a lot. She eats a lot. Her favorite thing is food. Yeah. If it's about food, you'll get her attention. And I, I, you know, they're they're good. They're a good three to start out with. Mm-hmm. And eventually, we're introduced to Green and Black, which are brothers. Which I always find when uh, the team consists of family members, I always find that kind of interesting. Mm, why is that? Because it, it's a little different dynamic. Because they're not strangers. Yeah, because so they have this like this lifetime of relationship. They're usually them. strangers, all. Yeah. Okay. And they're learning about each other. Uh, uh, Toa and Bamba know each other through and through. Like they, like one will say something and the other will make a face. Like, oh, they know what he means. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or they know where he's gonna go. Yeah, they they know each other really well. Uh, they definitely know what they're trying to say most of the time. Cause, yeah, because one a lot of, of the time one they or the other translating. Yeah, like one or the other is always like doesn't usually say what they mean, <laughs> and it's usually yeah. Bamba. And to, Bamba. Toa is always like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Bamba is this like headstrong, uh, silent, serious, uh, stoic, and cold. Serious, and it, I think a lot of it comes from where what happened with his master. Mm-hmm. Because I think, what happened? Like, he went crazy? Or he went evil on him? Um, his master? Yeah, Master Black turned on them. Yeah, I think so. I don't So remember. that's why he's like that? Because he's, he's like, this is serious, people got hurt, we need to do our job. Like, yeah, we need to recover from that moment. He take, he's no-nonsense kind of guy. And Toa, he's... he's uh, He's a younger brother, but he tries to take care of the older one. Like, he's yeah. trying to soften the things he says. He, he, he tries to be a bridge between Black and the rest of the team. Yeah. Because he knows how his brother is, and <laughs> he has to, like, interfere. But Toa is also cocky, because he's the fast character, yeah, and the, the fast characters believe in their speed. And they're usually... they're cocky. Yeah, and we'll, we'll hold off on the, the other ones for now. I think we should just stick to this main group. 
And, um... I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Uh, <laughs> what things... Uh, uh, the, I guess the, the other team member that I want to talk about right now is Tier Amigo. <laughs> Tier Amigo! Tier Amigo! He's the, the Red Ranger's Zord. But, but he, this is one of those where the Zords are, like, alive. They're alive and they're, like, life-size. Not huge. Yeah, it's obviously the suit they use on the min- the, the miniatures yeah. on the cities during the, the Zord fights, mm-hmm. the the robot fights. But they have him just... He can shrink down to, like, person size. And just walk around. He just walks around. Eventually he learns uh, Japanese. He can speak to, like, to other people by watching too much TV. <laughs> So, and he, he's like, yeah, I know. Like he's just talking to them. He does that. He like he walks around like the city and just talks to people, and no one's like, they're, "What the fuck is this happening?" <laughs> like, they're all cool with it. Oh, okay, cool. It's just like a mechanical dinosaur, whatever. Termigo's hilarious. He's in a lot of the comic relief. He hates Melto in the beginning <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> well, because Melto was, was very. Uh, he didn't see them as friends at first, or the the swords. Okay. Remember? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Termigo didn't like that, so I guess that really cemented the whole. Oh, I don't like this guy. Eventually, they worked through their differences, but seeing yeah. the dinosaur hate on Melto was <laughs> one of the funniest parts of the show. That's pretty good. So I uh, I would say for like maybe the first ten episodes or whatever, it was all about the. The, the main three and then the other two trying to get along. Um, yeah, they're trying. They were disagreement on what they should do yeah. with victims of their the bad guys. Their ideals definitely clashed. Because what the bad guys would do, the druidons. If you haven't seen it, you should probably see watch it before, or maybe you've watched some of it and you want to know what. It, like, I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, what the druidons would do is they would take an emotion that you're having. And turn that into a monster, right? Yes. I think it's a negative emotion. But you have to eat some of the mushroom kid's goo? <laughs> oh. Yeah. He has, like, Which, goo coming off of him and shit. Yeah, he's just this mushroom kid. He's he's the lackey to the bad guys. Every but, bad Look, guy. that's a negative I have for the show, is the bad guys. But we'll get, we'll get to that. Uh, Alright. But yeah, uh, he makes a monster out of negative energy. And then the person gives off that energy, and as long as the person's alive, he'll continue, or he or she will continue to give off energy to the monster. Yes. Until they finally, like, take enough to become giant. And so one of the ways to stop that is to kill the person who's infected? Yeah, I would say infected. Uh, And Toa Bamba or for this like they're definitely like oh the only way to stop it is to kill them that's the easiest way we should do that because they're, they're thinking a lot not that they're bad guys but they're thinking along the lines of the greater good yeah the, like the, sacrificing it's just a, one it's, for the many it's just a means to an end and they the, but the first three are like a little more childlike they're a little more they're into they see they see the job as like protecting the world and the people yeah, they see. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They they see it as protecting, where they see it more as defeating. Like they need to defeat the bad guys. Exactly. And that That's that always makes them clash. Uh, especially Cole and Bamba. 
Yeah, because Ko, despite being a nice guy, he's not going to stand down to anyone. Right. He's not going to let anyone do bad stuff. <laughs> Don't do bad stuff. Don't do bad stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, jeez, okay. And yeah, that's the first like uh, 10 or so episodes. Uh, the bad guys, should we say about the bad guys talk about the bad guys or not yet that's my issue with the bad guys is there's no i don't get them like it makes more a little more sense when the whole thing is explained at the very end but that's the problem but that it has to be they, explained i, I don't end. know if it's like just a couple of guys or it's some sort of empire or is it, it's a team like i don't know the the the, the extent of who they are or why they want Anything like it, they're so vague and weird. A little too vague. I I just I couldn't get behind that. Like for for Lupat, the bad guys were a gang, right? Yeah. For uh, Tokuger, it was another it was another just bad guy operation. Like there was a leader who wanted to bring the world to darkness. Right? right, that was there was a goal in the bag. As, as silly as it is, that that was a there's a bad guy with a goal. Intentions established. There was a they want to destroy the planet so they can live on it. Right, they want to like wipe out humans because they want to be the the stronger race. Whatever. Gokiger, it's a an evil empire that wants to take over the universe. Like there's a it's a main bad guy and a goal. <laughs> exactly. You and know. I didn't get any of that. I mean, did you did you understand it better than I did, the real soldier? Honestly, I did not. <laughs> I didn't understand it at all. I was like, because the whatever bad guy they were fighting, eventually they defeat him, and a new bad guy would show up, yeah. and then the little mushroom kid would work for them. Yeah, like there will always be. They started with some just some main bad guy. Like oh, I'm the I'm the man with the plan or whatever. And then they just defeat that guy, and then someone else comes in and is like, okay, well, I'm in charge now. It's like, what? <laughs> What's going on? And it's on? weird because the little mushroom guy seems so important to the plan. Like, they need him to make monsters, but they all treat him like shit. Like, why isn't he in charge? I don't know. I didn't really get it. Well, I'm sure he didn't want to be in charge. Maybe. Or maybe he did. I don't know. He just wanted to be on the winning side. <laughs> yeah, he's this little creep who's, like, attracted to power. Stupid creep. And I, I guess he's one of those types who don't like being told what to do, so evil seems cool to him, but also he gets told what to do all the time. <laughs> so, I don't know. He's he's very confused throughout, and I, I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, a lackey who doesn't really know what he wants. Yeah. So he's just doing what he's told, but eventually like, he ends up questioning why. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Which, like, I guess we're, yeah, we're in spoilers, I guess, so I don't know. He doesn't really make a, a team switch. No. But he ends up helping out the three soldiers a lot towards the end. Yeah. Which is weird, because um, he's still the one who makes the monsters. He's still the one who makes the monsters. It's but, cool. uh, what was great was his dance video. <laughs> Stupid dance video. Which, uh, I'm gonna post in the thing here. In case you wanna check it out for 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Cause he's dancing with the the foot soldiers, and they they go they go hard, man. <laughs> well, they're dancers, dude. 
It is super catchy, the song. I actually found the whole version. Not just this the 30 second bit. You found the whole version of the song? Yeah, I have the whole version. It's 4 minutes and 29 seconds. <laughs> they made a whole but song. That's funny. Yeah, part of the charm, though, is, is the, the video. The dancing video. Oh, and yeah. that, I can't find the whole thing online. Like, they never released the whole maybe, music video. Maybe there isn't one. Well, they filmed one. And you see part, different parts of it during the episode. Hmm. So I wonder why I don't know why because they put because what if for a reason they put up a thousand videos of different characters dancing to the ending song. Mm -hmm. The uh, K bomb, K bomb, which is a it's a fun thing watching all these characters do this dance. Yeah, but then they have this sweet ass music video from the Mushroom Kid, <laughs> uh, K Kuran Kiran. The name of the song is. Uh, Doro Doro Syndrome. Sounds about right. But, uh... They had a sweet-ass dance video, and they didn't post that, so I don't know. That's weird. Anyways. I'll probably be playing the song here. It's very Michael jackson you know what I mean? I getcha, I getcha. What else? What else? Uh, I guess one of the, the big things throughout the show is Geizorg. Oh, yeah. Ge right. Geisol. Geizorg. Geizorg. Which is, uh... What was it again? A real soul tribe armor that was created to destroy um, Druidons or whatever it's called. Or are they? Druidons. But Druidons. See that? They did that in a movie, but it turns out to tie into the rest of the story... Where that's what happened to Master Green back in the day. For the last big attack, he put on the armor and he defeated the the army, like, single-handedly. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the armor is, like, so powerful, it drives you crazy. And that's what happened. It drove him crazy. And they had to send him into outer space or something? Yeah. And a character we meet later, uh, Nada. Nada. He was someone who I thought was super interesting because I've never seen this in another show. He was training to be Real Soul Red. Yeah, he was a former apprentice for Master Red. But Master Red said he didn't have what it took. You don't got it, kid. So he showed up to see how the Real Soldiers are doing. Like he wanted to size them up. Like, oh, yeah, okay, basically. Like, what's up? Why are you red and I'm not red? <laughs> he came off as like how passive disingenuous. Yeah, passive-aggressive and disingenuous. Like, he's pretending to be nice to them, but you can tell that he didn't really mean it because he's a little upset that he's not real soul red. Mm -hmm. And this Geysor guy would keep showing up, fighting them and attacking them and ruining their days. <laughs> no, and we nice. find out later that it turns out the person in that armor is Nada. Nada. The former apprentice to Master Red. The former red. apprentice. He wanted power. He wanted power. He found the armor and he brought it. But he's going crazy. And they find out it's him. And you think it'd be cold to be like, oh man, we gotta reach out to him and figure things out. But it wasn't cold that reaches out to him. It's Toa, the real soul green. Real soul green. Because his brother's a lot like Nada, is someone who's searching for power so they can right the wrongs of the past. Well, not only that, but. Bamba and Nada train together. 
The yes, they knew each other. So it's also like, oh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do something about that. So Toa takes it on himself because he worries about his brother. So he worries about Nada, and he tra- he tries to make a bridge just like he does with his brother from from Nada to the rest of the team. He tries to help him out, tries to get everyone together. It's it's a very interesting conflict for Super Sentai. Like, yeah. I, it's one that I've not seen so far. I haven't seen every season. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Well, maybe he's out there. I don't know. Just a, an extra guy out there who's not like the Sixth Ranger who's out there doing stuff. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's, there's. I'm sure there's been like Evil Rangers. Right. I don't know if, if you would consider him an Evil Ranger. But... I guess I would. Because he is. That's what he is. But it's not him. It's kind of like a Phoenix Force situation where like yeah. he can't control it so it takes him over the armor itself is the one trying to be evil i guess and even when they they defeat the armor it's pretty great because like they defeat it by putting it out like cole puts it on right like he puts on some of it so it can't like take uh nada over right eventually they defeat it and they get rid of its uh evilness i think (laughs) it makes more sense in the show (laughs) i think somehow it, it becomes like they get rid of it like his sentient yeah, whatever power behind it, they get rid of it. So now it's just armor. Now it's just pure armor, and Nada has full control of it. Nada has full control, and he's part of the team. He is a real soldier, finally. That's exactly and what he wanted. It's great, because like, the first thing you see him transform is a good guy. He doesn't even know what to say. <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't know the transformation phrase. He's like, oh, is that what you say? Because he hears the little piece say it. He's like, oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> He's like, I'm the knight of so and like he has his own thing for it, it's great. Like he's so happy to be there. Does. But uh you I remember you saying because I just put up the uh, the versus movie episode. Yeah. I remember you saying that we, you did not like what happened next. I didn't. I don't know if I'm still if I still feel that way. But as soon as he became part of the team and even did his little his little uh, announcement thing. Uh, he did fight for the for the team because they were all trapped in like this um, the monster's like little bag or bar or something in his weird like pocket universe yeah little pocket universe and he he fought to like hard to like get them out of there destroy the monster and to the point where he fought to the death <laughs> like he died he fought to the death he like single handedly fought that guy until he couldn't anymore. Exactly, and he something that should have taken the whole team to defeat. He he did by himself. He did manage to crack it and let Cole out. Yeah, I think that's what happened. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just like right when he was about to die too. He's <laughs> like, all right, you got it, and then he dies. He dies, and when he dies, his armor becomes. A power-up for real soldier red. It becomes real a soul red. Battleizer. A battleizer, and he comes. It's basically the, almost the same armor, not quite. No, it's, it's like a it's combination the of, the, of the Sentai suit and the armor. And it's super. I thought it was. I thought it was badass. Oh, I, it was absolutely badass. But I was just like, he had to like die. <laughs> like literally, the second you like, all right, I solved this problem. Let's kill him off. But. Now. I think the sadness of it makes it good, though. You know what I mean? I'm sure. I'm sure that's right. The fact that... But he did it. He proved himself. And that's mm-hmm. that's all he wanted, is to prove himself. Well, I mean, yeah, that's why I didn't, like, completely hate it. Because, like, the, he got there. He got where he wanted it to be. I mean, 
too bad. <laughs> it was like the end. But hey, whatever. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I thought it was like a, a fallen... What was the archetype? Fallen hero sort of deal. He's an Anakin Skywalker, yeah, but he one who himself. got redempted? Oh. Like it's, it's good stuff. Uh, I'm for it. <laughs> I, I, um, that's fine. Uh, I recognize that it is good. It's whatever, story-wise or whatever. I just, like, I was... Maybe it made me too sad. Maybe that was the problem. It made me too sad. I was like, no. <laughs> the story made you like a bad guy. Yeah. It gave Ko a badass power-up. It made Toa and Bamba more interesting. For sure. And now he's gone. Now he's gone. He served his purpose. Now leave. But I, I think the the whole thing was for the better. I, I just It made the show good. And that's that's what I liked. I think it's because I like when, when there's like... Um, an underdog? Well, yeah, an underdog. But like an un... A surprise, like, extra ranger. Or, yeah, like that, extra ally. I didn't watch the Sentai, but from when you told me, it's basically the same as the Power Rangers season. <clears throat> it's the last Power Rangers season I ever watched. It was Samurai. Oh, okay. And uh, one of my favorite parts was the, the Gold Ranger in that one, because he wasn't part of the team. He wasn't officiated as part of as one of the Samurais. He didn't have the yeah. lineage. As the rest of them did, he was just a fisherman who put pieces together and created his own suit. Yeah, he really he he just literally figured out how to how to turn into a Power Ranger. And I thought that was that was amazing. I love that every See, second of that. Exactly. And if it's the same in the Sentai, that's great. Like I, one day I'll watch uh, Shinkanger. Yeah. But um, it was yeah the same deal. It was great. I loved it. So I I know what you mean. Where this is a Ranger, a surprise Ranger, a surprise extra Ranger, especially if it's someone you didn't expect. Like a Tokyuger for uh, Akira, the Orange Ranger, Tokyo Seven. Yes, he was a he was just a monster. A six Tokyo Six Roku, right? Tokyo Six, yeah. Honey, hundred miles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say, yeah right. he was a monster that became a. He became a ra- uh, a Sentai, because he just enjoyed the light or something. I forgot. We'll, we'll review it someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was great. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. And it'd be, it would have been cool to have Nada like stay and like part of the team, like, yeah. Be part of the team. That would have been a good one too. But yeah, I I understand why. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense or it's not good for the story or whatever. I think it was it was perfect. It was just it was just a little sad for me. This is a little sad. Uh, talking about the battleizer though, it reminds me another thing I like about Real Soldier. Is that there's a lot of battleizers. There's like four or five of them, yeah, or six, and everyone gets to use them. Like it's not just specific specifically for Red or the Sixth Ranger, except for the main battleizer. Everyone, everyone gets it. Yeah, except for that one specifically, the, the Geysarg one. But everyone Guess gets likes, an opportunity to yeah. use these battleizers throughout the series. And I think that's super cool because it kind of follows Cole's like not being the leader thing. Yeah. It's funny because uh, I think when they first get like one of one of the big like, battleizers or whatever, Bamba Bamba's kind of jealous. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I guess I really wanted that one. I really want to try it. So, and then Kose was like, all right, here. That <laughs> was like, what? He's taking it back. He's like, oh, thanks. Like, 
It's like, oh shit. I like how they worked the, because uh, these these shows are made to sell toys. Yeah, for sure. So the a lot of their equipment is very toy like, very collectible, mm-hmm. and they have these real souls that they put into their sword to make to do different abilities. And there's even an episode where they traded real souls. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, hey, uh, I have two of these. You do you want to trade for that one? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, no, I already have that one. Like this is funny. Like they were kids. <laughs> Trading trading cards or something. Yo, yeah, I thought that was crazy. Was that like, was a what? pretty good incorpor- integration between the toy stuff and the, the actual show. I thought that right. was neat. But if I was a kid, I would have been like, I need some real souls. <laughs> I want to collect Let's go them to the store. Yeah, that definitely works for the kid for the toy stuff. Um, since we're talking about the equipment and stuff, uh, the aesthetic of the Rangers. What do you think? How did you feel about the suits? Hmm. I don't think I was a fan at first, but I guess it, honestly it grew on me. Uh, I'm yeah. not. I'm not sure about the silver, but the silver arm. Yeah, but you know what? It works. It works for me. I I don't really like the suits that much. No, but I like everything about them. If that makes sense, because when they when they transform, you see that light like that lightning bolt on their chest, yeah, which is like the invert of the of a dinosaur mouth, and how yeah. you see it fill up with black. I think that's super cool. When they ever have those battleizers on, yeah, the uh, they fit into the grooves where the teeth are. Like they they they're well designed. Like they they fit with the suits, which I think is super neat. Like the the design of the battleizer, like a puzzle piece, fits with the actual design of the suit. You like everything about it ex- except for the actual suit. Yeah, it's it's kind of lame. I I also don't really love the one silver arm. Mm. Uh, it, I don't know, man. It's simple. I, I guess by the end of the series, I've gotten used to them, so I'd probably just give them a three out of five. Yeah. I, I like the knight kind of visor that they have. Yeah. The, the metal cool. visor and hel- helmets. It even goes down, I think, right? Like when they're transforming. Yeah, that was pretty tight. Uh, I like I like them pumping the swords yeah. to to get it going. Soul, soul, soul. soul. <laughs> Real so cool. Real so cool. <laughs> I like all that. I like the ending dance. I like everything about the team. Like yeah. Uh, I like their little real souls or things that they find that they imbue with power. That's cool. I like that they could just like dig around and look for them and shit. Yeah, just like uncover them like fossils because it's dinosaurs. It's dinosaurs. Not dragons. Not dragons. Uh, we didn't talk about gold. Canalo. Oh right, Canalo. Although every time every time they said Canalo, I thought they were saying Canelo. Canelo. So I'm going to say Canelo. Canelo, you're waiting for a boxing match. Hell yeah. No, not really. I don't, I don't like <laughs> But, um... Uh, Mr. Cinnamon. Mr. Uh, Cinnamon. His whole... How do you feel about his whole deal? What is it, and how do you feel about it? Well, his whole deal is that he's a separate Rio Soul tribe from the water, like Atlantis. Hell yeah. And uh, apparently they have, like, a feud with the, the Rio Soul tribe of, of land. So for definitely they don't like each other at first. Um, he's 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 in the city because he's looking for a wife. 
because he's the yeah. prince. I think he's like the prince of the tribe, and he needs a wife. He's definitely the champion, for oh, sure. Something like that. No, I'm pretty sure he's like the prince. Okay. But, uh, and then because his fiance ducked out on him. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking for like a wife. So every girl he sees, he's like, he imagines himself like married to them. So he just go and confesses to her. <laughs> yeah, he's like in love with the idea of being married. And it doesn't really matter who he sees as long as they're attractive. Yeah. So you can see right away why his stick doesn't work in real life, like why he fails. Because that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> and if it is, wow, okay. <laughs> He's very Brock. He's, I, I get the joke. And the joke works sometimes, but it didn't work every time. No. I don't, I don't know what say about it to be honest he's got a stupid haircut <laughs> he does that's kind of funny his little sister starts crushing on Melto which is I guess supposed to be a joke because he's the comic relief guy yeah he's the one you wouldn't expect to be to, crushed on yeah but his, yeah, the, the little princess is crushing on Melto and he's just like no I'm good in the beginning he's like no Hold on, what does she call you? Like, she's got a nickname for him, and yeah. she's giving him gifts. That's pretty funny. It's funny because towards the end, he does like they do start hanging out. Yeah, and maybe Which, that's a little weird. I think it is on the weird side. Uh, are they like Yodas, where they like need fifty years to reach, like a hundred years to reach maturity, or something? I don't know, maybe. Because I don't know what the purpose of that is for like a humanoid person. I don't know. Uh, Anyways. Who knows? Uh, they're all like Yoda. Um, the music was cool. I, I don't know if there's anything specific that really like caught me. No. I mean, music was definitely good, but it didn't stand out. Uh, the fights were fun for the most part. Mm -hmm. I always like when when uh, they use swords. I'm a sword guy. <laughs> so this whole knight thing with swords it, uh, definitely was a plus. This is our chivalry. <laughs> Which is exactly how you use that, right? Yeah, that's the proper English way to use that word. I can see why someone would start it and not just kind of fall off and not mm. care. But I think Real Soldiers is really good. Yeah. I think it's worth watching, despite like the weirdness with the bad guys. Did we talk about the ending? <laughs> we didn't. Not yet. Well, we could do it now. Yeah. Uh, how'd that go? They find out the origin of... The Druidons. Druidons. Is also the origin of the Ryu Soul tribe. <laughs> Ryu Yeah, how did that work? <laughs> it's like, what? This alien monster created... How did that go? They created the Ryu Soul tribe, but then decided that... No, no, they created the Druidons. But then the, the thing didn't like the Druidons, so created the Ryu Soul tribe and pitted them against each other. Which is like, What? <laughs> And 
It did that because reasons. Whatever reason. I don't know, man. I don't think it matters. It turns out Master Black isn't dead, that he was pretending to be a bad guy the entire time to get close to that alien thing. Right. That's right. I forgot. Oh, we didn't talk about the the allies. The the old man and the, the girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, the old man who was, like, the, the spirit of a mentor... He's he, so they meet a girl Ui who's a YouTuber of some kind. Yeah, she's a YouTuber. And her father happens to be a paleontologist. Makes sense. And historian, and occasionally he gets, uh, what's the word? Possessed. Possessed by an ancient real soul tribe. Like he's one of the hero, like oldest heroes from the real soul tribe, and. It's a spirit pos- that lies between light and darkness. Yeah, and he possesses the old man to give him tips on what to do next. And how to get stronger and shit. That was one another thing, I, and I guess another negative for Real Soldier was when they did their stronger, tri- the how to get stronger trials. Yeah. Those were a little goofy, like, oh, you gotta drop this egg, or you can't drop the eggs. I think you're I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know either. They were dumb. I don't know how it made them stronger. Because the stuff... I don't know. One of them just had to climb. Another one had to, like, drop off the trapeze thing to land on an invisible walkway. And that was him getting stronger. And then for <sighs> some reason, the, the spirit can summon a real soul armor. Oh yeah, that was kind of, it was a that was an, that was a fun fight. Yeah, but I think the meaning behind everything was dumb. Like, I, I think it'd be fun, because I think that what they were trying to do was that they had to get past something that was holding them back, and that's what made them stronger. But mm-hmm. it it didn't feel like that. It just felt random and silly. It seemed very basic. Basic. Silly. So they didn't really get. Under the issue. So it's not a perfect series. The bad guys don't make sense. Yeah. Some of the plot points were silly. Uh, but then in the final fight, uh, Cole ends up dying. So the forces the rest of the team to like get their shit together. How do we get our shit together? And they end up resurrecting him somehow? Somehow. I don't even remember, to be honest. I don't remember either. It's, it's funny because it's like the last thing I saw. So it's like, I feel like this should be more in my memory. Maybe it was the tears. I don't think it was good, like plot wise. But I feel like it was good emotionally. Hmm. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't know how you consume media. <laughs> but I try to. I don't, it's, not, it's not a conscious thing, but I guess what I do is I try to be there emotionally at the time. I try to mm-hmm. like feel what they want me to feel. Yes, I understand that. I'm trying, like I'm working with the movie. I'm not like oh, impress me. Like I'm not like that. <laughs> <when I show. laughs> yeah, I'm trying to dissect the movie. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to just enjoy it. So yeah. sometimes things can work for me emotionally, even though it's kind of dumb. Like, logically. Yeah, I get it. And I feel like that was the ending of this show. That's why I probably can't even remember why things happened. 
but it worked for me emotionally. Like I was there with the characters. I felt sad when it needed me to be sad, and I felt happy when things were happy. Like it, it worked for me there. Well, I was gonna say we can't really say much about what's her name, Yui, because she's like not in the show a lot. Hey everybody, uh, real quick, this is Steven from the future. No, the the present. I'm I'm recording this on the day of upload. So we didn't know the circumstances behind uh, Mana Kinjo's role in the show and how she was on less and less, who played Yui Tatsui. Uh, if you haven't heard, she she got sick and had to step back and eventually later that year she passed away. And it's very sad. I, I wish the best for her friends and family. I know that's got to be really hard. But with these episodes, we record them way in advance, and we didn't know. Had we, I feel like our conversation would have been very different. But, um, it is what it is, so let's continue on. Who? The the allies or whatever? I didn't like her. She got, she, she yeah, got she them was... to, like, a home base. And after that, she and was pointless. It. She even like stopped showing yeah. up towards the end, like the last half of the series. Like she's barely there. Which I'm sure it was like personal reasons for the. Yeah, maybe she had like a better opportunity. Head. She she realized she was useless there. So you know, good for the actress if that was the case. <laughs> but the character itself was silly. So I guess so. Anyways, like at the end, they fight this person that created both tribes or whatever yeah and they yeah, win as they should i mean of course they're gonna win right now but uh they did help they got help from the little gooey ooze guy little kid yeah crayon 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 and apparently he's another bad guy that didn't die or something yeah the wizard one who kept coming back for whatever reason yeah, the magician and they became, they became friends. friends. We find out that Crayon is a prince of some kind. And just decided to go back to his planet and took the wizard with him. I kind of... That's a that's the thing I like in shows. Where, like, what? a couple of the bad guys who weren't, like, that bad... Like, they weren't evil. They were just bad guys. How they, they kind of get a happy mm-hmm. ending. Or, like, at least a second chance. I've always enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, me too. So, good for Mushroom Boy and Magician Guy. <laughs> Wizard Boy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I wasn't impressed by the Zords very much. Although, nah, they were okay. the the Zord battles were very different in this one. They weren't just like slow, like, wave this giant sword kind of thing. They were actually like jumping around and moving. Like, it had a lot more... Uh, energy like the the suits were less bulky so the the whatever Dynamics. suit actor in, in the giant mech the suit, suit actors hmm? yeah oh well, I was gonna say yeah the suit actors had definitely had more more so room like to the, play. The, the giant mechs were like jumping around and doing drop kicks and stuff like it was cool like that that made those mech suits mech fights more exciting which is good because that's my least favorite part of Super Sentai is the mech stuff yeah mine too. So that's a plus, I think. Uh, Canelo f- seems like 
he likes uh, what's your name? That's right. I that I remember that from the last recording. Like I had, I told you that, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> and I had to, <laughs> to rewatch the, the final bit. He seems yeah. pursuing Asna, which I, we didn't talk a lot about Asna because there wasn't a lot for her to like. Even despite everyone getting a chance to shine, and she did a couple of times, she's a pretty simple character. And I think, she, but I think she was the funniest in as a group. Yeah, she's definitely the funniest. And I think she might have been maybe my favorite, not considering Cole. I don't know. She's she's Second. tied for the first, maybe. Oh. Mm, yeah. I say the same. A good season. I, I think I'm gonna give it a four out of five if if we're gonna rate it. I agree. I'm also going with four out of five. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Talk Katsu, real soldier, thumbs up. Real soldier. Um. So next. Next. <laughs> the next series. Next series on Talk Katsu. You think I'd be done with it by now? <laughs> and but, you're not. But I will be eventually. By uh, the time we need to be. Yeah. Uh, say it. Why don't you say it? Common uh, writer zero one. Zero one zero one zero okay. one zero one. For a second, I forgot which one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because we were going back and forth between Super Sensei and Common Writer. Common Writer. So that's gonna be the next one. Who knows when we're still planning on doing Go Kiger. At some point. At some point. We'll get there. It could be after Zero One, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Because uh, the third member of the group here, uh, he's got to watch it. <laughs> who knows if that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to think this is a two man podcast. What? This one for sure is going to just. It's you and, you and me. Yeah, mostly. Only because Cod. He just wanted, Kyle doesn't he have wanted to be part of uh, another episode. And that's cool, but he's got to make time to watch the thing. And I mean, last time we talked to him, he was surprisingly far into it. Oh, okay, good. But he hasn't finished so, it, so who knows? Uh, well, maybe by the time we do a Sentai episode, we'll, he'll he'll be done. Hell yeah! Anyways, that's all. Next time, zero one, zero one. Peace, 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 peace.